Welcome back to the Coming Home to You podcast. Welcome back to the Coming Home to You podcast. It feels good to be sitting here today and recording this. Uh, If you're brand new to this space, hello, welcome. I am Katie Van Loo, or KVL for short, and I am a high-level self-mastery mentor, an energy healer, and a professional dancer, and this is our space for conversation each week about all things body wisdom, self-expression, and personal powers, and all the things that you could need on your self-discovery journey. So welcome. And if you've you know been along for the ride, also welcome. Thanks for coming back. Glad to have you here. And I'm very excited about this week's topic because it's a tool that I have personally used in my own journey of getting to know myself, coming home to myself. And it's one that a lot of my clients actually come to me already having a little bit of knowledge around, or at least um, curiosity around. And I want to really speak to one specific part of it because I am not personally an expert in this methodology, but it is super helpful. So what I wanna talk about today is human design. And most specifically, I want to talk about your authority, your human design authority, which is the way you are designed to make decisions. So if you are not familiar with human design at all, it is basically a holistic self-knowledge system. It is a, it's similar to other personality Um, methodologies and things like that. And it really helps to break down every, the way that your life is specifically designed to you um, that can help you with everything from the way you make decisions to the way you communicate to how your purpose is going to show up in this world to really anything and everything. Like holistic self-knowledge is really the name of the game for it. So If you're not familiar with it, um, I highly recommend that you even like poke around on Instagram or the internet in general to really start to learn about it because it oftentimes can be very helpful for folks. Now, it is a very intricate system and there is a lot of... There's a lot of different content, even on Instagram, that is very simplified and generic, and your actual human design chart is very specific to you and encompasses many, many, many things that, you know, people can't talk about every single thing that's within a chart when they're trying to give general information. So if it does pique your interest, I highly recommend finding a coach or an expert who specifically reads human design charts and is super well-versed in this methodology because they are able to break down every single little tiny detail and part within your chart and explain to you exactly what it means. I actually had one reading in the past year that just like (laughs) blew my mind. It was one of those things where we sat down for the reading and I felt like she was inside my brain. (laughs) 
And then ever since then, I've I've thought back to that reading and been like, oh, uh-huh, I see that showing up now. So um, it's very eye-opening. It's a tool that many people like to use um, with any kind of personality thing like this. Obviously, um, you have to take it with a grain of salt, you know, like take what serves you um, and definitely don't let it um, box you into any sort of thing that you feel like doesn't fit you like this. This podcast, my work is all about coming home to you and what feels really authentic and true to you. And sometimes we let these personality um, modalities kind of keep us in a box. And so I use it more as an exploratory thing um, of guiding me rather than telling me what exactly I need to do, if that makes sense. So that is what we're talking about today. Human design. You can find many, many people, coaches, experts who only coach and teach and read on human design charts. I am not one of those people, but I do have a little bit of knowledge. Um, just the basics here. There's five main different types of personality um, types in human designs. So generators, manifesting generators, manifestors, projectors and reflectors. Um, these, these are the overarching types within human design. But then, like, as I said, there's all these different channels and things for you to explore that I will leave you to do on your own. So for some context, I am a projector. And so once you kind of dig in, you might, you know, you can even come over to the DMs on Instagram and we can talk about what your human design profile is um, and we can talk more about it because I just love talking about human design. But today I wanted to specifically talk about your human design authority and your human design authority is the way that you are designed to make decisions, right? So... I really like to call attention to this because there's seven different types of authorities and it's different for every single person based on your chart. So if you want to find your chart, you literally can Google like human design and there'll be a bunch of different sites for you to do it. But I also found that there is an app, I believe it's just called My Human Design, and I've downloaded that and even just the free version provides so much information, including your authority. Um, and then there's also a paid version that you can get access to that has more details, but even the free version of that app has been super duper helpful. So go find your human design profile, look up what your authority is, and then you can come back to this or even you can pause this right now, go, go get your human design design chart really quick, figure out what your authority is and come back because we're going to dive into all seven of them today, talk a little bit about them and then kind of my thoughts moving forward about how to use these. So again, we're talking about the authority, which is the way that you are designed to make decisions. So it's, it's really interesting when you start to look at this because we get a lot of like generic advice of like how to make decisions like just trust your gut or like you know don't don't be so logical about it like all these things but actually everyone is a little bit different there are some like overarching themes but when I really learned more about human design and these seven different authorities it really made me stop and take pause and it changed me as a mentor and a coach because not all of my clients have the same authorities and it, it doesn't make sense to recommend the same thing for every single person. So 
I hope that this is illuminating for you and informs you a little bit more about yourself of how it might be helpful to move forward with this information in mind when it comes to making decisions for your life. So let's dive into the seven different types. So the first one is an emotional authority. So this this authority means that you have a lot more emotional waves, typically. Um, there's a lot of up and down, and especially when it comes to making decisions, you when you're in the process, you might find that you're in a little bit more of the ups and downs when you're trying to make the decision. So the best thing that you can do is really wait for that kind to kind of settle out and get some clarity and not make a decision when you're in such a high or a low state emotionally. So if you find that you have an emotional authority, you might already kind of feel what you know what this feels like in your body of kind of being in that emotional state and then maybe reflecting back to when you allowed it to kind of settle out and get some clarity. But that's the best recommendation that I've seen is to try to not make it in the height of any emotion, rather get clarity, get a little neutral, and then you'll feel in your body what the right decision is. The next authority is the sacral authority. And this is the one that this is the best way I describe it. When you are given a a decision, the best way that you can make a decision is to answer a yes or no question. And if the answer is hell yes, then it's go time. But if it's anything but a hell yes, then it's a no. (laughs) And the thing with this authority is it's usually a very strong, you usually have a very strong yes or no and a continued hell yes as you move forward. So let's say that you made a decision and it was a hell yes at the time, and a week, a month goes by, and suddenly it's a no, it's really important for you to acknowledge that it has changed and to shift accordingly. So your hell yes energy is the way that you make your decisions and honoring that even as time goes along, making sure that that hell yes energy is staying consistent um, and honoring that. The next authority type is splenic, um, which is actually my authority type. And this is the type when you when you go to make a decision, like when you first when it first settles into your body of you have to make a decision, you know exactly what your what the decision should be, but you can't explain it like you just know (laughs) and you can't really out logic your way from it. This is really the one that's really the gut instinct, the like initial first thing that you feel in your body is the, is the answer, is the right way to make a decision. And so when it comes to splenic authorities, it only really speaks once that first initial time, your first gut instinct is how you should move. And what comes very shortly after that for splenic authorities it's usually followed by a lot of fear-based questions that can often um, talk us out of the decision that we just felt in our body was right. So the best thing we can do is to not second guess ourselves. Trust that that initial feeling that we had is the right one and move from there. So um, if you've listened to my fear versus love episode, decision making from that, you are making decisions out of fear or out of love. um, This can be a really good one for splenic authorities to go back and listen to because you'll feel initially when the decision is love and in the right way. And that's the only way you can explain it. Like there's no other logical explanation. And then if the fear starts creeping in after that, you know that you're starting to second guess. 
guess. So that is the splenic authority. Moving on to the ego authority. This is the one that really needs you to tap into your desires. So the best way to describe this one is you typically have a really good grasp on what your desires are in life. And the best way to make decisions is to make sure that they are aligned to uh, move you forward in receiving those desires. So one of the things that can be super helpful is to own exactly what you want. Own it fully. In fact, we're going to be talking about this in the masterclass that will be happening when this podcast comes out today on Friday, which I'll talk about in a little bit. But owning your desires fully and really releasing any baggage of like, "Mm, but I should do this or that other person is doing this or, well, they said I should do that. Like, let all of that baggage go, like really own your own desires and make decisions from that place of aligned action and aligned movements towards those desires let those guide your decision making okay so the next authority is the self-projected authority and this is similar to the ego but different so the self-projected authority really wants you to align your decision making to an identity that you're trying to become so oftentimes i talk a lot about becoming the future version of yourself. And this authority really benefits from painting a really good picture of what that identity is that you are becoming. What does the future woman of you look like? How does she operate? What is she, what's going on in her life? What sorts of decisions is she making? And aligning all the decisions that you make to align with that identity that you're cultivating. So who is that woman and how would she make decisions? That's how you know how to make the right decisions from you, for you. The next authority is the environmental authority. This one is really interesting to me. So this is the authority where you really need to either be in the right environment, like literal space, um, you know, like the actual room that you're in. Maybe you're in a place that's like really calm and serene. Or, and or, you need to have the right people around you to talk out the decision that you're about to make. So for this authority, it's going to be really important for you to make sure that you're in a very safe place environment-wise with trusted people that you know that you're able to kind of talk through your process and weigh your options and be able to talk through in order to really figure out in your own way what the right decision is for you and for those people to be really receptive and also neutral. So something that can happen to environmental authorities is they can actually let those people tell them all, tell you all of their opinions that then influences the decision that you make, which is not the point. The point is to have a sounding board where you can kind of talk through your process yourself, have the environment for you to verbally talk through it. So, and you will figure it out when you do that. So that's that one. The very last one is no authority. So this is, um, I believe no authority is only reflectors have this authority, which is one of those personality types. And the best way to make a decision when it comes to this authority is to allow yourself to experience all of the possible outcomes. So some people do this by you know, really sitting down, getting into a meditative state and really visualizing like all of the different options that could come from 
whichever way you made the decision. And so the best thing you can do is allow yourself to have the space to not have a lot of external influence and really weigh the different options in order to kind of feel in your body which way is the right way to make the decision for you. So those are the seven different authorities. As you can tell, there is some you know, patterns throughout, but it's, it is nuanced for every single authority. So I would love to hear from you. If you go find your human design chart, come share with me what your authority is. But something that I have found in this self-discovery process, when it comes to making decisions, especially when it comes to decisions about your growth and expansion and honoring where you're curious, where you want to grow, um, really anything that you're feeling called to is to consult, you know, whichever kind of authority you have when it comes to decision making, but really mastering your own authority, like mastering whatever, whichever seven of these you have, really get to know what it feels like to make a decision in that authority. And so that you can close the gap of time between the the decision being, you know, presented to you and the time it takes you to say yes or no. This is something that I find we often have a really hard time doing. And it's something I really had a hard time doing at first. If you listen to, I think it was the very first episode I talked about my personal journey. And one of the first first ways I knew that I was about to go on a self-mastery journey was um, I had a, a mindset coach that asked me what I wanted and I, I couldn't tell him. <laughs> I couldn't tell him. And from there, it was really difficult for me to make decisions and it would take me a long time to make decisions. And I was like weighing out all the different options. And for me, as you just heard the splenic, I have to really honor my first gut intuition. And if I start to logic my way through something, it gets really muddy. It feels very unclear and it's not my best way that I make decisions. And so really mastering your own authority to move forward with these types of decisions, especially when it comes to your self-discovery journey, your growth, your expansion is going to help you bridge this gap of the time it takes for you to be like, yep, this is the decision. I'm going to say yes to this or nope, this is my decision. I'm going to say no to that. And standing really confident in those decisions because I feel like there's two things that kind of happen. One of them is we take a really long time to say yes to something. And it's like, it builds this, like it, it, it degrades the trust that you have within yourself that you can make the right decision. Or you say no to something and you have that lingering, like, oh, but what if I would have said yes? And the more that we like take all this time, the more it muddies the trust that we have within ourselves to make the right decisions for ourselves. So saying no to things that we know deep down, according to our authority, are actually hell yeses for us, or taking so long to say yes, and then going back and adding layers of context onto it that's like, I wish I would have done that. Like all of those things, the best thing we can do for ourselves is look at these authorities, get to know your authority. If it feels good to you, take what serves you here in this, do your own research, get a reading, whatever it is, and really start to honor 
that authority for yourself. Feel what it feels like in your body. Get to know what it feels like. Test it out. Experiment with this. And then start to bridge that gap of the time it takes you to get to a yes and get to a no. Because one of the most... One of the most freeing things, I believe, is being able to make a decision and knowing and standing so solid and firm and confident in your yes or a no. Both are really important things to be able to do. Saying no to the things that are not going to serve you or that you need to put boundaries around or that you know is just not right for you at that time. Or saying yes to the things that you really know are going to help you grow, expand, that you're curious about. Even if there is some nervousness around it, even if it makes you a little uncomfy, even if you know it's going to push you to an edge, being able to trust that authority in that yes, in that calling is so important. That's how we move forward through this process. So... With that, I hope this was helpful. I hope it piqued your curiosity to maybe check out your own human design chart. There is literally hundreds of things you can learn about your human design chart. So um, if you go down that rabbit hole, I would love to hear about it because I myself am still learning all of the different parts of the human design chart. And I want to leave today with a quick reminder. This is coming out on Friday the 14th. If you're hearing this in the morning, fantastic, because today is the day of the beginning of the League of Her Own Masterclass, which I did talk about a little bit on the podcast last week, but it is a two-day, two trainings, each an hour long masterclass all about claiming all parts of you so you can find true alignment for yourself that is unique to you, that can help you attract everything that you want in life, success, love, whatever it may be. It's about claiming all of the parts and really embodying that energy of wow, she is something else. She is in a league of her own. And we begin today, Friday the 14th at 4 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. And we have one more training on Saturday the 15th in the morning at 8 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. If you're hearing this and it is past that time, don't fret. There are going to be replays of this masterclass. So if you're hearing it and it's already started or maybe you're a day late or whatever it may be, come over to Instagram, DM me. We'll get it all sorted out. If you want to be there, you are meant to be there. So honor that, your decision-making authority. If you're testing it out and it's like a yes, then come, come DM me on Instagram and we'll get you sorted out. We'll get you in there. But I am just bursting at the seams, like so excited to lead this masterclass tomorrow and I hope that you can feel that energy and that you can honor that authority if it is telling you that it is a yes and you are meant to be there. And with that, I hope you have a wonderful rest of your week and I will be chatting with you next week. 